Yo, have you heard of LinkedIn Learning? If you haven't, LinkedIn Learning is an American massive open online course provider. It provides video courses taught by industry experts in a variety of subjects. Now, why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because Living Corporate is in partnership with LinkedIn Learning to provide diversity, equity, and inclusion courses. Listen, if you're trying to be a better ally, you want to understand better diversity, equity, inclusion strategies, or you just want to learn how to be a better leader, you got to check out the courses on LinkedIn Learning. So check it out. You can do it one of two ways. You can click the link in the show notes or you go to LinkedIn Learning and you search Living Corporate again. Link in the show notes or go to LinkedIn Learning and search Living Corporate. I'll see you over there. What's up, y'all? It's Zach with Living Corporate. And yo, happy new year. Happy new year. If you are listening to this, it means that you made it to 2022. And I'm going to tell you something. 2021 was hectic, uh, traumatic, harmful for a lot of us. Just anxiety inducing, exhausting, all the words, right? It was all the things. And I'm not immune from that, right? I am so thankful just to be here. So first off, I just want to say, if you're listening to this, hey, it's good to see you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, You know, it's interesting. We had some plans to live in corporate. I was talking to Aaron, trying to think about like, yo, do we want to do what we did last uh, winter break and like, you know, drop content every day? Do we want to like, you know, we were thinking through like some ideas and we came to the agreement that we were actually going to take a break. So shout out to Tristan, who did continue to give us some tips. But you noticed that we didn't really go too, too crazy on the content during the holiday break because we really wanted everyone to take a break. And so, you know, this episode, it's really going to be me just talking to y'all because there's a lot of things happening this year that I'm excited to share Um, things. I won't I won't share everything on our very first pod of 2022 Um, in terms of like our official flagship show pod. I won't I won't share everything, but I'll share a few things. Um, So the first thing is, is that, you know, we came off of uh, the last year with a lot of new shows, right? Between liberated love notes to the leadership range to the access point, which is really continuing forward as a podcast to the break room to the group chat with Vonda Page. Shout out Vonda Page and all the work that you're doing. Incredible. Cannot wait for everyone to engage your content, to engage your conversations. Phenomenal work that you're doing. Shout out to you. Thank you so much. But a lot of content. We revved up a lot. And. I'm really excited and proud of the engagement that we're able to achieve in a fairly short amount of time. So thank you for listening. Thank you for participating. Thank you for supporting us um, and giving us uh, what we need as we have conversations behind the scenes, as we explore different avenues of partnership and just different creative ideas and how we can expand and continue to grow. So thank you for that. Um, And thank you. Shout out to Justin, who is leading the access point, right? Um, and then, of course, um, our incredible host over there. Uh, thank you so much. Um, you know, it, it was a lot, though, right? <laughs> Is my point. It's like, you know, we had this vision. Let me be more specific. Let me be honest. I had a vision, like even some years ago, back when we first launched this, that Living Corporate would not just be like a monthly pod, right? Like initially, there's some folks who were here who were like, yo, we just want this to be like a monthly pod, maybe 
we kind of just drop something every now and then. Maybe we're like Beyonce. We like drop random content. I'm like, look, Beyonce can drop random content and get crazy buzz because she's Beyonce. We are a fledgling startup pod. So we need to actually drop more content than that. So we had a whole conversation about that. But the point is, is that, you know, my vision from the jump was always for us to be like a real network, like to be like a true media network with multiple shows and different types of content, which is why you've seen Living Corporate go from being like a once a week pod to like a multi day uh, multiple times a week pod and then you've also seen us expand to these other shows that I just talked about right and it was a lot and it was a lot in a great way and so we're at a place now where you're going to see a bit of a season break for all of our shows besides Living Corporate Flagship the rest of the show is going to be coming back later this spring which we're really excited about but we really want to make sure that we give everyone space to really like rest and then come back plus it takes time to record stuff and we don't want things to be super stale right and so as i think about living corporate this year and i think about like where we're going and what we're going to be doing and what kind of content you can expect from us man like it's just there's a few things first off for those who follow me on socials um, for those who had conversations with me um, if you see me posting anywhere, you see I'm talking a lot about like the ecosystem of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Frankly, if you've listened to the last few episodes last season, as we were wrapping up the end of the year, you heard me continue to ask like, yo, let's talk about like this landscape that we're in and like, where do you predict this space going, this work going? Do you see it even sustaining? Do you think it might go away? Right? Like you heard me ask those questions. And frankly, like now that I have pivoted from being like a DEI consultant, a big four consulting firm to like really like a DEI uh, executive in tech, the way that I'm looking at DEI is even more like just tactical and like in the weeds as it pertains. I'm seeing cross points further and further, like more, more than I did, frankly, like the past few years, like this past, I would say six to eight months has been really, really pushing me to just see things a bit deeper. And so, you know, as we think about like what living corporate is going to be, you know, historically our content has been evergreen, right? So, and that's been by design. We want to make sure that we have conversations that you can go to our website, living-corporate.com or livingcorporate.co, livingcorporate.tv, livingcorporate.org, livingcorporate.us, right? Living corporate. We have all the living corporate domains. But when you go to our website, if you type in anything, you're going to get content that's going to be relevant today as it was relevant six months ago, a year ago, two years ago. I mean, again, like our ultimate vision around that and the purpose of that was for us to really have like an ever growing living library of diversity, equity, inclusion, thought leadership. And that's not really going to change in that like living corporate has and will continue to exist as a living database of thought leadership around diversity, equity, inclusion from the perspective of black and brown people. And frankly, like there's no other space that you're going to engage that has anything uh, similar to that as it pertains to scale and uh, scope, right? And breadth and depth, frankly, like truly. I mean, I'm genuinely proud of like just the, the scale of our conversations, who we're having those conversations with and how frank and honest we're being in those conversations that center and amplify black and brown people at work. What I will say though, is I say all, like, all that context around my background and like where I've been getting pushed the last six to eight months is, you can expect week to week, there will be more current event commentary as it pertains to tech, diversity, equity, inclusion, um, and just the intersections of corporate America and the experiences of black and brown people. So I'm going to be pulling like articles. I'm going to be looking at like maybe some EEOC cases. I'm going to be just talking more like current events. There's going to be a current events section 
to each of our shows. Of course, we're always going to have an interview. Like that's never going to change. But I want to make sure that like we do a bit more finger on the pulse. And so I'm really excited about that. Right. And so you can expect that from me from Living Corporate as we move forward. I mean, honestly, shout outs to, again, Vonda Page and The Break Room, because those two shows specifically, the group chat and The Break Room, they have done that and are doing it well, right? Like they'll look at a headline, they'll, they'll pull out something from the last month or two, um, they'll pull out something from the last week or so, and really like expound on that or leverage that to talk about uh, whatever it is that they're really looking to really dive in on. And I'm just really thankful that like we have a, a group of folks here of creators who are passionate about the experiences of historically marginalized people at work. And they're leaning in and talking about it in a very fresh, honest and relevant ways. So, again, it's a bit of a, an update. I don't know if it's a radical change, but it's a bit of a shift in how you can expect the content. Like I said, our content has been historically like pure evergreen. There's always going to be evergreen elements to our content. And you're going to now start hearing more current events analysis and, and updates and things of that nature. The other thing I want to talk to you all about is that you know, living corporate, like we continue to grow and change. You know, like one of the things as I think about 2022, I am looking for writers, right? Like shout out to Madison Butler. Madison is a phenomenal writer. Um, and she's provided great content for us. I'm looking for like three or four more y'all. Um, I'm not looking for anyone to work for free. So just make sure if you're interested in learning more, or would like to join our writing team, feel free to send me a DM at livingcorp underscore pod on Twitter, livingcorp underscore pod on Twitter, or you can DM me on Instagram at livingcorporate, right? Straight up like that. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do that too at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. All right. So we got a few different ways. I could give some more emails, but I'm not. So you got three different options there and the links and stuff will be in the show notes if you want to just delve in a little bit more. The third thing I want to talk about is like my journey. You know, I share a little bit from time to time about like the things that I've gone through, but I don't really ever go into like super detail. Like I, you've never heard me like name names. Like you have never heard me like just go into like extreme detail about like my own trauma or like just whatever. Like I just, I haven't done that. And that's by choice, of course. But I will share a little bit about like where I was this time last January and like where I am today in an effort to help hopefully encourage anyone that's going through racialized trauma and bullshit at their job. OK, so let me start by saying, you know, this time last year I was coming off of my holiday break. I was still in consulting. And it was interesting because at that time, everyone like at my level was getting um, a raise, right? They were getting a raise because raises were on hold from the previous year because of the economy, blah, blah, blah. So they paused raises. And so I looked at my check expecting a raise and I didn't see no raise. OK, I hit up HR and I was like, hey, why don't I get a raise? And they said, oh, well, you weren't submitted to get a raise. Right. You you were never submitted to get one in the first place. And I was like, well, how is that possible? And they said, well, you weren't eligible to get a raise because you went on paternity leave. And I said, that's ethical. You can do that. Like my performance was strong before I went on paternity leave. So is that what everybody does? And they got quiet. Of course, no, that wasn't a hard and fast rule. Someone just made that decision. And. Between January to like March, I was fighting HR, my quote unquote management leadership, quote unquote, 
leadership is a very loose word I'm using here, to help me understand why I did not get my raise and what was going to be done to right size this because of wages that I was missing out on. They had no answers. They did some type of internal investigation that they didn't finish in time by the time I left. But needless to say, I was very isolated in that season. I was very much so on an island. Meanwhile, like while I'm fighting HR and fighting my leadership in this arena, I'm also like having to put on like a very like confident, strong and brave face with clients so I can actually continue to keep my job right. Consulting is very performative, right? It's about how you show up, how you look. Mind you, I'm watching my daughter by myself for half the day. I'm in pretty, pretty bad shape mentally at this point. But no one knows that. No one knows that unless I tell them because I sound like this. And for the most part, I didn't turn my camera on and I would give any excuse. Oh, my Wi-Fi is bad. Oh, my daughter threw up on me. Blah, 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 right. Um, but I remember feeling really alone. I remember feeling like there was no hope. And I remember feeling like I couldn't trust anybody. You know, it's interesting. We're going to talk about this more this year, like Living Corp has been around for a couple years. We're going to talk a bit more this year about how black and brown people sabotage one another by refusing to speak up and support one another in the name of their own survival. You know, there were folks who behind the scenes were very much so Wakanda forever. Yo, <laughs> I'm down. We can do whatever, you know, sounding like, you know, young Kwame Ture's out there. But when the rubber hit the road, they were silent. Right. And so there's a certain level of abandonment. Um, I remember in that season that I felt just like just not feeling seen or heard or respected at all <laughs> at my job. Now, mind you, at the same time, Living Corporate got featured on CBS this morning. Right. So it was a weird juxtaposition to feel so disrespected, so ignored, so visibly invisible in one arena and then feel so hyper seen in another. Two weeks later, Pfizer reaches out. They want to do a campaign with Living Corporate. Fast forward a couple months, another tech company reaches out. They want to do a campaign. Fast forward another couple weeks after that, another company reaches out. They want to do a campaign. And so, you know, things were moving forward. But I'm going to tell y'all, I was so distraught for the first like six months of last year from the nonsense I was dealing with at my job. Mind you, this is the same job that the previous year I'd had some challenges at documented racial discrimination, documented and proven harassment, documented and proven validated by their own investigations, retaliation. They themselves admitted that they treated me wrongly. Right. So, you know, this was an abusive context and, and it's frustrating as I look back because as phenomenal as certain parts of my year in 2021 were, it was hard to even take joy in those moments because my nine to five job was so distractingly traumatic. It was so distractingly abusive. And I, I didn't share all of this at the time. There's an anniversary coming up later this year. I won't say what the anniversary is, but when it comes, we'll come back to this. We'll do like a part two to this. <laughs> um, I didn't share all these things at the time because I didn't even know how to articulate everything. Like, think about the fact that I went from, hear what I'm saying, this timeline. So I'm fighting 
human resources. I'm fighting my quote unquote leadership against documented instances of discrimination, against inequitable treatment, against withholding pay. I'm also on CBS this morning. And then I also transitioned to a new job. Like, yo, that's a lot. <laughs> like I had very little, if any, break last year, right? I went from traumatic, racialized, racist work environment, incredible growth at Living Corporate, incredible new job with no real vacation, no real time to breathe, no real time to process, no real, like I had to can just to continue to run, right? This past winter break, this holiday break is really like the first time I've had to actually breathe and like process the wonkiness, the absurdity that was 2021, right? And so, you know, I, I share all this just to say, like, I get it. And I think it's hard for folks to really, unless they're in it to, or who have experienced to understand that for black and brown folks, especially high performing people, a type personalities, you know, like overachieving, insecure people like myself, right? Like I, like I'm very self-conscious, like several people, I'm a people pleaser. I want to make sure that I don't let folks down. I want to make sure I'm doing the best I can do. Your job can be so consuming right and the reason that we even made some of this other content around like the break room and even you hear me talk about mental health and mental wellness and self-care is because that's not healthy it's not healthy for your job to dictate so much of your mental at the same time i'm not going to get on this podcast and wag my finger at you for doing that because the very nature of capitalism is for this job to be consuming right like white supremacy culture is stretched and shaped around perfectionism. So yeah, you're going to grind. You're going to work long hours. You're gonna hope that you eventually are able to grab that carrot. Like that's part of this whole system. It's part of this whole thing. Therapy is resistance. It's activism. It's revolutionary in that you're focusing and trying to recenter yourself as opposed to production and you being a machine that just produces like you're pushing against that every day like that's that's the fight right and so it's tough right it's tough like because yes you should not let your job consume so much of you at the same time i'm not going to sit back and act like that's not an easy trap to fall into and the reason why living corporate exists is because i know that for so many people listening, most of their life is their job. And so if you're going to be in these places, in these spaces, and that's everyone listening to this, we have a right to challenge these systems so they can change. Right. Like I will never come on living corporate or any platform. Right. Like you've seen me promote other things, part of my nine to five things that I've built in other places. I will never come on here and give you any type of content that teaches you how to cope with oppression, right? Like that's not it for me. That is white supremacist. Like you can engage a bunch of different platforms. They're going to teach you how to cope and be a, a good slave. Like that won't be what you get over here. I'm going to talk about individual responsibility and I'm always going to challenge and look at systems and structures. Because frankly, black and brown people don't need a bunch of mentorship or chastising about individual responsibility. Black folks specifically are some of the most internally critical groups of people in the world, right? Like we will hold ourselves accountable to the point where white folks don't have to do nothing. They can just put one of us in charge of the rest of us to keep us all in line, right? 
pull your pants up. Hey, you know, stop saying ask that way. Like, hey, learn how to do Excel better. That way you'll get promoted. Like, we see it all the time. We see it all the time. And that's why you see most of these black folks, especially like in these professional services spaces, 99% of them are step and fetches. Right? Like, they are positioned to keep the other field hands in line. Like, that's what they are. And... You know, I would not be a part of that chorus. Like, again, you can hear that anywhere else. You can just type in whatever. Like, you can hear it. Like, it's okay. Like, you won't get that here. And I'm sharing all this just to say, like, last year was such a harsh, like, reinforcement as to why living corporate is important. And a harsh reinforcement as to why community is important and why your tribe is important. I'm really excited about this year. I'm excited about, like, bringing things that I'm learning as I continue in my career, bringing super dope conversations and also just like talking more about current events and challenging those systems more outright, even than we have in the past. Not, I'm not saying that we've really pulled our punches. We haven't, but there's more that we can do. You know, I honestly figured that this whole DEI space would kind of be, I don't know, not died down. But I guess I'm still surprised, honestly, and forgive me for being surprised, but I am. I'm surprised that like certain mistakes are still being made, like in such public forums and ways. And I look at it and I go, dang, OK, we have more work to do. Like there's still more content for us to create because y'all are still out here oppressing historically marginalized people. Y'all are still out here acting a whole donkey on the internet. It's very strange. Um, and you're harming people left and right. I mean, there's multi-million dollar lawsuits being closed every other day. It's just, it's ridiculous. I um, mean, so again, like if you're listening to this and you're in a situation where you feel trapped or you feel, you know, just stuck, um, you feel like you don't have any resource, you feel like you don't have any options, you're looking for another job, like feel free to email Zach at living-corporate.com. I would love to be a point of support for you. I know plenty of recruiters. I know plenty of coaches. Like, let's make sure we get you support and the help you need. Like, let's not be in 2022 in the same toxic work environment. Like, trust me, as someone who is in a genuinely dark and bad place up until uh, last summer, I can tell you it's not sustainable. It's not good for you. And you deserve better for yourself. You owe it to yourself. Like, Let's not talk about your family and your loved ones. You owe it to yourself right? It's a brand new year. Um, I think one thing that this pandemic has continued to remind me is that life is really fragile. It's really, really short. Um, so short, frankly, that you kind of question, like, should you be working at all? <laughs> should you be doing any work? Like people, you die like today. It's just so eerie, right? Like just how you, you know, just and, and then with this new variant, folks are getting sick left and right. Hospitals are overwhelmed, not to mention like the effects of long COVID and the impact uh, this has on folks with other chronic illnesses or diseases who can't get the care they need because hospitals are overrun. Like it's ridiculous. Shout out to the Black Sox. We got to have you back. Uh, please, Dr. Black Sox, if y'all are hearing this, please come back and I'm gonna hit y'all up too. But I'm just saying like, I want y'all to know that I appreciate y'all. I really do love y'all. Please, I'm excited. I want y'all to come back this year so we can talk more about just all the implications of COVID for historically marginalized communities. Anyway, you owe it to yourself to be in a situation and environment that is not actively harming and maligning you every day. That isn't gaslighting you every day or attempting to gaslight you. That isn't undermining or dismissing your perspective. That isn't questioning your intelligence. That isn't outright lying right and, and i'll say this y'all like 
I used to believe, because I'm, I'm a former HR manager. Before I got into consulting, I was HR manager. I was an HR business partner, blah, blah, blah. And I would always be like, yo, documentation, documentation, documentation. One thing that I've realized is that white institutions, particularly, again, like white supremacist institutions don't actually care about documentation. Like they're not going to fix anything. Like you could have anything. You could have documentation on anything. They only care about the documentation if you're about to go sue them. They're not going to actually like, just like really do right by you. They don't care. And sometimes I've seen situations, I've been in situations where I've had people dead to rights via documentation and they just ignore it, right? So my point is, it's not always even worth trying to fight and battle with these places. It's not. And you look at the market right now, the best thing to do, the best way to show them that you mean what you say is to leave. Leave loud if you want. Leave big resignation letter, send it, put it on Reddit, whatever. Like, do whatever you want to do. Like, put it on TikTok. People, <laughs> people, people quitting in real spicy ways. Like, but leave is my point, right? It's very similar to like a relationship. You know, you say, yo, look, I can't keep putting up with you disrespecting me. I can't keep putting up with you treating me like this. They're only going to hear you so much because you're still there. They're going to really hear you when you leave, right? And so, again, point of encouragement sharing a little bit of my story you know there'll be a part two to this a little bit later this year we'll come back but all of this to say happy new year i care about you i appreciate you thank you so much for supporting living corporate we have a lot of stuff going on um, while we're on our season breaks for the access point and the break room and liberated love notes make sure you check out the group chat make sure you check out our merch make sure you check out our content on linkedin learning Right. Flip it to a manager or three, like share it with them. Real talk It's good content and it's very uh, digestible. Right. It's not super long. It's audio. They don't have to like be stuck on a video. And um, yeah, you know, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Till next time, this has been Zach. You listen to Living Corporate. Peace. <laughs>